Uh, I believe so. Flyers have pretty much been going with the same lineup uh, with no modifications and you know no no personnel changes for uh, uh, the the entirety of this current road trip and a little bit before that too. So um, I think I think the line should, should be identical. I don't know if they're going to tweak the power play at all, but the the five one five should be the same. So. You know, the, the third in the Metro, 5-2-3 and three in the last 10, is this a playoff team or is this a Cinderella story and, and midnight is is sometime here or after the deadline? I mean, I, I think that based upon not just the, the record, but based upon the way that they play and, and the quality of opposition the Flyers have been able to beat this year, I think it would be foolish to, to write them off. Um, now, whether they'll, you know, whether they'll be a, a wild-card team uh, ultimately, or stay in the, in the top three in the Metro. I think that remains to be seen. But uh, you know, I, I was thinking actually before we were speaking that you know the Flyers after after tonight's game in Edmonton, the Flyers have knocked out uh, almost all of their uh, travel across time zones this season. Um, they have one game left in Winnipeg, one in Minnesota, and one in Chicago. And other than that, the rest of the season will be on the Eastern time zone. So, um, you know, so they they've. They've got most of their travel out of the way after after tonight, other than obviously the divisional games, which are all, which are always hard. So I think that the, the Flyers have earned where they are uh, up to this point, and um, you know I, I, they're they're a tough out because um, because of how good the penalty kill has been, because of how good the goaltending has been, and because the Flyers this season have become one of the NHL's best teams in transition. Um, if you turn the puck over against Philly, they have a way of burning you. So it's. Uh, it's something that I think the Oilers have to be aware of. It's something that I think the league uh, is aware of, that this is, this is a much tougher Flyers team than they've been um, last season or in the recent season before that, truthfully. They're, they're, it's interesting to me because I, for some reason I think of them as a young team, and maybe it's because I watch Farabee uh, do things on you know highlight packages or whatever, but they've got... You know, they're a veteran team with youth marbled in. They've got, you know, Konechny's not young anymore. Sanheim, Sean Couturier's back, obviously Carter Hart. But they've got some guys in their 30s, too, or at least around 30. Uh, and uh, they're, they're, it looks like they've got better depth than they've had in some time. They they do have much better depth. Uh, getting getting Couturier back has obviously been, been huge for the team. Um, Cam Atkinson, although he struggled the last couple of months, but having him back is, has been important to the penalty kill and the transition game. And uh, as you said, there there's kind of there's, there is youth marbled in. Um, you know, there's players who are 24 and under. Several of them who've been contributors this year. And the bigger picture of 25 and under, um, the Flyers have a nice element of that in the lineup too. Uh, one of the reasons for all the changes in the roster uh, this past off season has been to to make some of the younger guys have a little bigger bite on the team, and they've responded. But but ultimately, the the core group of leadership, it, it is a veteran group, and um, you know I I think that it's they, they've proven themselves to be a pretty resilient team. Flyers have been one of the best NHL teams on the road this season too, so that's uh, which which is a mark of maturity and also of unity too, because that that's often where that's often where trouble spots pop up for for a lot of clubs. So I think that. Uh, Philly, Philly's managed a lot of that. But, yeah, I, I think I think there's good veteran leadership on the club. Bill Meltzer joins us at NHL.com. Sean Walker is a player who, whenever I'm watching Philadelphia, he's noticeable. Uh, how, how has his Philadelphia career gone? And I read about, you know, trade rumors, but I think it's from fans who look at his contract and say, that's a guy I'd like on my team. How much do they love Sean Walker in Philadelphia? 
he's been he's been a huge addition. You know, when he was healthy in L.A., I thought he was a good defensive for the Kings. Um, had had his share of injury issues and really was kind of an unheralded acquisition as part of the uh, multi. Well, it was really it was a three team team: the Flyers, L.A., and Columbus. Uh, that was the trade that sent Ivan Provorov to Columbus. Um, Walker has been huge in terms of. Um, triggering the, the transition game in terms of joining plays up ice. Uh, Flyers have, have played faster uh, with Walker out there. Um, you know, I, I, he actually, one of his two shorthanded goals this year came at the Oilers' expense early this season. Um, he, he's, he's been very adept. At, at, you know, I, I knew he had some offensive skill. I didn't know he was this good at being able to jump in the play and create things. So um, that's been, that's been a, a significant part of the, of the, uh, uh, of the Flyers transformation this season. Um, his pairing with Nick Steeler, it's actually the Flyers second pairing and they've been consistently good this season. Um, the, the Flyers top pair has been, has been Sanheim and York and they've been good. Um, the third pair, they kind of spot and, and manage their minutes. Um, I guess as, as a lot of teams do their third pairings. But I, I would say that the the Flyers middle pair, because um, I thought of Walker more as a maybe a number six guy, and most of his career Steelers has been a third pairing guy. Um, both guys have been surprisingly good this season. Um, it, I mean, Walker is as you as you noted unrestricted after the season. So uh, if the Flyers do find themselves in a position where they're a seller again, close to the deadline, uh, I think Walker would be a guy who garner a lot of interest. They have no problem being able to trade. But as long as the Flyers are, are hanging around in the top three, even even potentially in wild card position, I don't think I don't think he's imminently going anywhere. I know they'd like to try to resign him. They can actually. Bill Carter Hart has been around seemingly forever. He's only twenty five, but it seems like he's been around a long time. This year, uh, based on the numbers, he's having what might be a career season: nine fifteen save percentage, nine six and three record. How important has Carter Hart been this year to this Philadelphia Flyers team? Hart is Hart is such a critical player to the Flyers. Even last year, he won the Bobby Clark Trophy, which is the, the Flyers team MVP award. Um, you know, uh, his numbers have been hurt a little bit because of how porous the team has been defensively in front of him uh, in previous years. This year, now he has much better structure and much better defense in front of him. And um, you know, other than some illness-related issues, he's having uh, he's having a tremendous season. Um, you know the, the Flyers are really the, for the first time in a long time in a position where uh, they can rely on both of their goaltenders. Both both Hart and Samuel Arson have been outstanding in goal. Um, Hart, Hart, of course, being uh, being essentially an Edmonton native, being coming from Sherwood Park, always gets up to play the Oilers. So it's always always a big game for Carter personally when uh, whenever Philadelphia plays uh, the Oilers. But uh, he's been he's been consistently really really good in the one game. Uh, coming back off of an absence, uh, that was uh, that was the game in Detroit. He, he got hit. He got touched for five goals in the first period, and then he was really good the rest of the game. Uh, they ended up losing that one in the shootout. So hard is hard is a big, big part of everything the Flyers do, and, and goaltending has been to me, along with the PK and the transition game, you know, part of the biggest reason why the Flyers are where they are right now. Bill Meltzer joins us uh, from NHL.com. You, we we talked about him earlier. Uh, but Sean Couturier has always been one of my favorite players. He's a 200-foot guy, and I, I don't think he's, you know, you, you could accuse him of not being, you know, as rambunctious as Travis Konechny, but he's a highly effective player. I worried about him because of injuries. 
it looks to me, and I haven't you know followed the year closely, that he's pretty much back to 100% and the player that we assume he would always be. Is that fair, or is his, gore, his scoring touch a little off, or is he back to being Sean Couturier? He has he 100% been the Sean Couturier uh, of old, the guy who won the Selkie Trophy, who was uh, top runner-up for Selkie another year. Um, had a couple thirty goal seasons. I don't think he'll. I don't think he'll hit thirty this year, but uh, but he. I mean, he is unquestionably the Flyers' number one center. Um, I, I think that. I mean, my, my concern, truthfully, is that uh, as the Flyers hit the stretch drive, um, because he is in his thirties now, because he's had two back surgeries, all these twenty plus plus minute a night games that he's playing, I. I I do have a little bit of worry about a wear down effect as you get to the stretch drive and hopefully for Philly, the, the playoffs. But uh, so far this season, the first half, he's been, he's been tremendous. He's been everything, everything he always was of the team. And then that's uh, obviously been huge too for why the Flyers have improved. Uh, Bill, final question for you in Edmonton, the world juniors for many years, over a decade for sure was kind of the highlight of the hockey season because there were so many young Oilers. There's none this year. Uh, playing at the tournament, there are some flyers. How closely do fans follow the the fortunes of the uh, young flyer prospects at the World Juniors? I, I would say that that, that interest has grown uh, in recent years, particularly since the flyers have uh, you know, openly say that they they consider what they're doing a rebuild. Um, so I, I think that it's been pretty pretty big. If I think that uh, you know if Russia was participating, uh, Matvey Michkov would. Absolutely, be on the top line there. There'd be a ton of interest with that, um, and uh, but I mean, but Cutter Gautier, who was fifth overall pick a couple of years ago, he's playing. There's a lot of interest in him. Uh, Oliver Bonk, who of course is Roddick Bonk's son, was the Flyers' second of two first round picks last year. He's playing for Team Canada, so I, I would say I would say there's pretty solid interest in the fan base and uh, how the junior guys are doing, particularly because the American League team, the Phantoms, is not having a particularly good year, so. Uh, a, a lot of fans are kind of watching what the collegiate and junior players are doing. So it's been, I think that continues to grow. Bill, thank you so much. Have a great night and enjoy the game.